Well, hello there, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast, where I give you the step-by-step support and guidance you need on your domestic adoption journey. My name is Amanda, and I'm an adoptive mom of two on a mission to make your adoption easier, faster, and more affordable, because no one should walk the domestic adoption journey alone. If we haven't met yet, my name is Amanda, and I'm an adoption profile expert. I've worked in marketing for some of the largest brands in the world for well over 20 years, and I have a bachelor's and master's in journalism and a deep passion for connecting expectant families and hopeful adoptive families. I've spent well over a thousand hours talking with expectant and birth families to understand why they pick certain families over another. I've taken that experience and my passion for adoption to help hopeful adoptive families tell their stories through the creation and sharing of their adoption profiles. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, please click the little three dots in the top right-hand corner if you're listening to this on Apple and click follow the show. That's going to allow you to be notified each week when I release new episodes. If you're trying to self-match your adoption through social media, you're likely wondering like, what in the world do I do? What do I post? How do I post and how am I ultimately going to get picked? Am I right? I know that those are the questions that I get a lot from my clients as we begin working together. They all show up and say like, I just don't know what to do. Like, tell me the exact words. Tell me exactly how to post and, you know, help me get started. And so what I'm going to be sharing with you in today's episode is what I've coached my clients through inside the social media workshop and the adoption profile masterclass. And the combination of those two have really yielded actual tangible results. So I'm recording this in early 2022. We have had over nine matches and one child already brought home and several babies that are due in middle to late spring and early summer. And so I'm very encouraged by all of the traction that my clients are getting by using these two systems. And so I'm going to really break that down for you today. But the first thing before we dive into that is you need to understand how Instagram works in order to really be successful. And by the way, that's true of any social media platform. We need to start with how it works to deconstruct it so that we then understand how to leverage it to our benefit, right? So first, let's talk about how Instagram works so that we can learn better how to deconstruct that and actually use the platform. So Instagram is driven by an algorithm. And an algorithm is just a fancy way of saying that there is code in the background that is analyzing what you look at versus what somebody else looks at and makes your feed what you actually see when you open up your phone and start to scroll through that makes your feed more engaging. And your experience is going to be different than everybody else's because the algorithm's sole job is to get you to spend more time on that platform. So the better it can make your feed, the more time you're going to spend on that platform. And unfortunately, algorithms vary from platform to platform. I say unfortunately because it makes our job harder as hopeful adoptive families trying to share our profile on that particular platform. But from an end user experience, it's actually better because you want a different type of experience when you're in Instagram versus when you're in Facebook. When you're in Facebook, you want something that is more community driven, more interaction. On Instagram, it's not quite as deep of a connection point, not as quite a deep of a relationship building opportunity. Um, or at least that's what expectant parents tell me all the time. They go to Instagram to, you know, like see the pretty pictures and 
to have that Instagram worthy moment. But then when they go into Facebook, that's where they really want to build that deeper relationship. And thus the algorithms are different based upon that, right? You're going to see um, more slick, um, higher end looking moments in Instagram versus in Facebook, they're going to want to dive deeper and have a deeper connection. So when it comes to the, uh, the algorithm, it is important that you, one, stay up to date on it, but two, know how to use it. So don't be freaked out about the idea of staying up to date on it. I will always help you in that endeavor. You just need to subscribe to the channel on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, if that's the way that you like to, to engage with this content. And anytime there's a big update that you need to know about, I'm going to give you the highlight there. And then, of course, I will always have other opportunities for you to dive in and work with me more closely on that. But when it comes to where the algorithm is sitting today and what you need to know, there's a few things that you need to pay close attention to in order to make sure that your adoption profile is really going to be seen more on Instagram. The first is your name. The algorithm is looking for clues into your name as a way to help sort and filter your information to others. The next is the copy that you use with your post. So, and the copy can be the actual words themselves, but also hashtags. And that kind of gives you two different opportunities to rate, if you will, or rank that content in the possible opportunity that someone has to see your content. The next would be imagery. So what images are you using? And um, while Instagram can't read the actual text over the images, the actual look and feel of the images, again, because it's a visually driven platform, does have a factor in the overall ranking score of your content on whether or not it's going to be shared with somebody. And then finally, leaning into those new things that that platform really wants to promote and to use is important. So right now for Instagram, it's things like reels and videos because they are trying to kind of mimic the uh, usage patterns that they're seeing within TikTok within their platform, right? So people that are using reels and videos, you're actually starting to see that there's cross-platform um, opportunities for exposure that if your video or your reel on Instagram gets picked up high enough, it'll actually be shared to people in their Facebook feed too. So I know all of this can sound a little confusing. So let me try to explain it to you in a different way. So when you are thinking about the algorithm itself and what it is choosing to show to somebody, think about a funnel, okay, that's inverted with the point at the bottom. And it's the algorithm is scanning your content and it is looking for, oh, should I throw them into the funnel? And the more times it's like, oh, there, this person that is, you know, looking at their feed, they have looked for things related to pregnancy. They have looked for things related to adoption. They have looked at some of the same profiles as these others. And they're trying to fill up their feed. Okay. Then the algorithm is combing the, you know, everybody on Instagram and they're looking for accounts that meet those qualifications. So it comes across your account and it says, Brian and Jen hope to adopt is the name of your account. It's like, Oh, well, maybe we should put this into the funnel. Then it keeps scrolling through and it's like, Oh, you've used some of the same hashtags or some of the same written words that this uh, profile has looked for. So then the weight of your profile gets just a little heavier 
And the heavier your profile gets from all of the like points or the clues that you give, the more down the funnel it goes to ultimately that you can think of that bottom tip of that funnel being what appears into that Instagram feed. I know, again, this may sound horribly confusing. Please don't let it be, friend. If you have any questions, anytime, you can uh, drop them in the chat in the, in the YouTube channel, or you can head on over to the Facebook group and ask me any questions. But the goal of what I'm trying to share with you here is just the basic of what's important. What is important is you understand how the algorithm works and that you work with it. And again, it doesn't have to be as complicated as it might feel when you first watch it or hear this. So always pause it, rewind and come back. But the idea is that you want to think about how you're working through that inverted funnel so that you can actually be seen more, which may be why you're like, why are you sharing this with me? And first of all, I just have a a love of marketing. If you can't tell, I'm I'm a nerd and I really just want to help hopeful adoptive families be able to share their profile more. But the real goal is you have to understand how that algorithm works in order for your content to be seen more. That is just the harsh truth of it. And there are other ways that you can be seen more. Of course, you can use paid ads and all of that. But I'm trying to make it really super simple for you. Okay, so let me break this down into four action steps. So if you're multitasking, this is the moment you want to come back. You want to grab your pen and paper or you want to grab the notes app on your phone. All right. So step one, we need to make sure that your account is set up and optimized for adoption. We want to stay focused on a few elements within the step one. The first is your name. Again, Instagram has told us that they are using your name to help determine whether or not you're a relevant account. They call it search engine optimization, and they're using your your name as part of that. So you want to make sure that hoping to adopt or adoptive parents or hopeful adoptive parents, to be more specific, something along those lines are actually in the name of your profile. That's really important because that's going to be like clue number one to the algorithm to bring you in. Second, within the way you've set up your account, you need to make sure that your contact information is optimized. It has got to be super incredibly simple to get in touch with you. And you need to give them a call to action on how you want them to get in touch with you. Third, you need to actually have a photo. Don't put a heart. Don't put a baby's foot. Don't put anything like that. Put your freaking face, folks. Like that is so really important. I'm sorry, I'm trying not to get the soapbox out this year as much as I did last year, but they need to be able to see you. If you th- understand just kind of the basic principles of marketing, you'll understand that your your brain is always looking for opportunities and threats, and you can make a deeper emotional connection when you see a face versus some other random or like avatar or something like that. Don't do it. Put an actual photo, all right? And then the final you know, like sub-step, if you will, within step number one is making sure that the bio itself, the few words that come after your name, whenever you're looking at it on your phone, makes it incredibly clear what you're trying to do. Hopeful adoptive family from Washington State, um, home study approved, open to all races, open to all ethnicity or all um, you know situations or whatever it is, you want to make sure that that is incredibly optimized. Again, think about the keywords you're using there because they do matter, but they also matter so that someone that is considering placing a child can, again, get to know you just really quickly on a a super fast basis. Step number two 
when you are using Instagram to self-match your adoption is creating engaging stories about your family that create an emotional connection. So this is my way of telling you what you share is incredibly freaking important. And if you don't share a clear story about your family, that makes an emotional connection. It doesn't matter what else you do, friend. You're not going to get past that initial scroll to a click to contact you. So again, here comes the soapbox, but that is really important. She's got to be able to clearly see who you are and be engaged with you enough to want to learn a little bit more about you. And so the stories that you share actually really do matter. Okay, so I'm hoping that these action steps are really helpful. And if you have any questions or if you just want to learn more about this, I really do think that you would find a lot of value in the social media workshop. The social media workshop is part recorded how to literally I take out my phone and I'm like, click here, do this, put that here, do that there. And it's recorded. So one, you can come back to it anytime you need to. But two, as the algorithm makes updates, I update those videos and I just send out a note and I'm like, Hey, new video algorithm update. You need to go, you know, watch this. You'll watch a couple of minute video, you make the updates on your profile, bam, you're ready to go. Okay. The other thing that you get inside the social media workshop is access to a couple of hour live Q&A with me so that you can ask your questions about anything that you have when it comes to social media matching. So make sure you check out the link in the show notes to that or that you, um, you know, just give me a shout if you have a question. Okay. So step number three, when it comes to using your uh, Instagram profile to self-match your adoption is using the right hashtags. Now, I could make an entire episode on hashtags. And as a matter of fact, I'm sure I will. Uh, but let me give you an overview of what hashtags are and how to use them at a high level, just in case you aren't familiar with hashtags. So hashtags literally are the pound sign and words behind it. And anybody in the world could make up a hashtag, although you don't really want to make them up. You want to use the ones that are existing. But hashtags, again, when you think about that inverted funnel that we talked about earlier with the point really being the, the ultimate end of that Instagram feed that's going to show on someone's phone, the hashtags help give you more weight to push you further down the funnel. And the hashtags, when you are using the hashtag that she has looked for, then that actually gives you way more weight and importance in your content being shared with her. Now, there is a certain number of hashtags that the algorithm favors, and that changes all the time. And there are certain hashtags that allow you to stand out more than others. And I know all of that's going to sound incredibly confusing. Don't be confused. Make sure you come and check out the social media workshop because I'll give you the step-by-step -step process of how to know what hashtags work and how many hashtags are is the algorithm favoring today and all of that kind of stuff. But what's important for you to know is that everything you post on Instagram needs to have hashtags. That is what's going to help the algorithm begin to give your profile more weight and pull you further down that funnel. Step number four is an optional step, but it is a step that my clients are seeing success with, which is ads. So consider using social media ads and you can specify whether that's on Facebook or Instagram, but my clients are seeing success in using ads. 
And more specifically, those clients that are able to use ads in their state, because there is a list of states where you cannot, but those clients that are able to use ads in their states, they are actually batching faster than my clients that are not using ads. I even have some clients that are using adoption agencies, but yet running ads on their own just to try to get a few more eyeballs on their uh, individual profiles. And they are even matching faster than the average couple or average family at their agency as well. So again, there's a right and a wrong way to do ads. In some states, you can and cannot do ads in. So I will publish an episode later on that's more specific around ads and how to do that if that's something you're considering. But it is really important that you consider that um, if you're really feeling the pinch and the pressure of time. So again, four steps to matching your uh, self-matching adoption through Instagram. First step, make it clear that you're wanting to adopt and making sure that your account is optimized to that with all the, the sub-steps that we talked about in between. The second step, making an emotional connection through clear stories about your family that you share. Step number three, using the right hashtag so that you can make sure your account is being pulled further down that funnel of that inverted funnel, ultimately to her feed. And the fourth step, considering ads. So friend, I really hope that today's content has been incredibly helpful for you so that you can understand how to use Instagram to self-match your adoption. I have tons of other videos and podcasts that talk all around your adoption profile and talk all around self-matching. So make sure you check those out. Remember, anything's possible with the right plan and support. And I've got your back every step of the way. I'll see you soon, friend.